Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am Chris and with me is my bride, Courtney. And today, in today's episode, we're going to talk about reading your spouse. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. Let's talk about what that means. Yeah. So reading your spouse. Get up in the morning, roll over, take a look to the side. Take a look at the situation. What do you think? That's not reading your spouse. Oh, what's reading your spouse then? You're reading your spouse is trying to understand what they're thinking or how they think. Well, I would argue that begins once you open your eyes in the morning. (laughs) That's where it starts, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's really important to be able to somehow be able to understand their expressions, their needs at different times of the day. Like you, you don't talk to people early in the morning before you've had coffee. You just... I don't. I don't like to talk to people. But actually, your mom said that today on yeah. the phone. I'm kind, <clears throat> I'm kind of ornery. More ornery than normal. But you're not angry or rude. You just say, I, I can't hear you right now. I don't, I don't hear well, you. Well, but I on the inside, I'm, I'm screaming <laughs> in frustration. Just so you know. But by reading you, I know not to bother you. Right. And you just look for the cup of coffee. And then if it's there... If you smell it brewing, everything Then you know, chill. okay, all right, we're good. We can talk. <laughs> I think it really has less to do with the cup of coffee and more to do with you just getting your mind right in right. the morning. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. is, so why, why do we need to, why do we want to pay attention to our spouses? I think I go, well, I don't know. This might be more of a general thing, but with divorce rates and things like that being so high, we need to, you know, come to a. Um, a way of funneling down what we need to understand about our spouse to keep our relationship strong, right? So reading our spouse, knowing how they think, how they operate at different times and what they their needs are, then we can meet those needs like God calls us to. You know, he tells you to love me well and for me to respect you. I can do that better if I understand you so as it's a really person. Not, it's not just about reading each other in the moment then. It's about really knowing your spouse yeah in order to read them you have to know them right you know and i think so often we don't really take the time to communicate and and to really get to know each other and it's so important because then as you grow together you'll be able to say oh i know that look or i know what you need right now you need a hug or you need some time or whatever that thing is that now again like we talked about i don't know before it's like that choreography that dance doesn't come without acknowledging that there's some differences there's some ways we handle things and and accepting those things if you know obviously if they're not unbiblical things these are just normal little things we need to to determine about each other so we can better serve each other so how do you get to know like like how do we get to know each other right we have to want to i think that's the first thing you wanted to marry this person so you should want to get to know So probably for people that are just starting out their marriages it's pretty easy that one yeah because you're like all yeah. into it and you're like oh what do yeah. you need what do you want super yeah. excited yeah and yes then, but then for people that maybe they've been married for a while yeah if you didn't make that a habit early you, on yeah like now you know now maybe the kids are getting older and you're starting to look look at each other and you know be like hey who's that over there yeah i think we have to start with prayer and what the bible tells us to do how we learn, how I learned to love you is going to be by knowing you. And I think there was a sermon, weren't we listening to a sermon last week that was saying, 
wasn't it a Matt Chandler thing or something like that? Where it's like, if you're only 99% known, you're really not known, right? right? Like if there's things that you're holding back or things that I don't want to know about you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to hear about that part of you, whatever it is, you know? then we're not fully knowing that person. <clears throat> and you might like things like early on, you loved football. I didn't understand the game at all. I still don't. I've tried. <laughs> but um, I wanted to know more about it because you liked it. And I like you. Right. And so therefore I wanted to. So I think if we ask God to give us that desire for him first and each other second, that we wouldn't desire other things in the world more than our relationship, then we can get to a place where we want to know each other. We want to get to know the other person, what they like to eat, what they like, you know, how they want things done so we can serve each other well. Right. Yeah. And one thing that we have come up with that we use, um, actually, I don't think we came up with, we, we learned this in our newly married class that we attended forever ago, a couple decades ago. Um, but that was to like basically provide a assessment of our preference level for whatever it is that we're talking about. So let's say we were going to go out to eat. And so I might want to go to, um, gosh, Taco Bell. And Courtney <laughs> might want to go to McDonald's. Okay, no, but yeah. okay. Well, hey, why not? All right. And, uh, and so my preference level might be like, hey, oh, I, I don't really care too much about it. So I'm going to say four out of ten. And Courtney might be like, dude, I need a Big Mac like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so I'm going to score that an eight. My preference level is pretty high. So then it was pretty easy. Okay, well, I don't really care all that much. You do, clearly. We're going to go get a Big Mac. Let's go. Yeah, and I think that's that helps. We Using that technique helped us learn each other. What movies you like to watch. I mean, that remember the movie thing was a huge issue because you loved the action shoot-up kind of things. And for a long time with my anxieties, I felt... I didn't like the way I felt watching those movies. So you may have had a pri high preference level to watch them, but you would take yeah, let it have a back seat for, for like me. That, I would have to sacrifice yeah, you that because yeah. that wasn't worth it. You know, me watching, you know, dudes running around shooting things. Um, it was making me like, it was feel making really you, like, nervous. Super anxious. And, yeah. That's not that's not worth it. Right. No. So we just don't do that. Right. So I think that's another part of um, loving each other is being able to sacrifice the things that we know are harming our marriage. And maybe they're not even harming me. Maybe they're harm, but they are harming our marriage. Like you're saying, those movies weren't harming you, but they were harming us as a unit, as a whole. And so you said those things take a backseat to us. And I think in doing that, you show me the ability of, to understand well, I think your for faithfulness. For me, I was just basically saying that I will sacrifice that thing for you because that's what I'm saying. I care about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was... That's building that, mm -hmm. you know, like then now I know I, that you'll be faithful to those things. And then I get to learn that part of you that, oh, okay, I can trust this part. Like this is, this is a good thing. So the process of this, the process of learning your spouse, reading them, serving them well, helps the marriage as a whole, obviously, because serving is better than, you mm -hmm. can't both be just taking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And um, if you're intentionally going after trying to understand your, your spouse, understand what is important to them, understand why those things are important to them, right? So yeah. not just the surface of these things that they may want to do, but at the core, why do they want to do them? Because that might help you to be able to take even more interest and more. Yeah, I think it's funny when you said that because I was thinking about dating versus marriage, right? And dating, you're like, oh, I just love everything you love. 
I just don't, I just love you and I want to be with you and I love everything you love, right? People can do this, right? right? They they often do. Yeah, they often do. And so then you get in the marriage and you're like, I sort of don't love all the things. Oh, well, I don't love half that. Okay, so now we're back, back, backed up against a wall. So I would say for the people who are dating, I don't know if anyone will listen to this that's, you know, isn't married yet, but be really honest, (laughs) even with the preferences, even these things early on, because if we're dating towards marriage, then we don't want to create some facade that we can't it's something that's that's not not true no it's not good for anybody yeah particularly to figure that stuff out after you get married that's you know then you then you have a big you start your marriage off with a big tangly mess to unmess super yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i think it's really good when we can see things through each other's eyes because you learn so much you taught me so much even just living in the pacific northwest like being from florida and loving the beach and the sunshine i really was not so happy here at first, but you would take us hiking and do different things. And you started to make me see how beautiful the mountains are. And they're just as beautiful as the sea. And we now have like learned to really love both, but I had to start to see it through your eyes and, and take a back, you know, let my emotions or my, I'm going to hold on to this because this is my identity or whatever. And let some of that go to help me learn something new about myself and about Oh yeah, that's God's creation. It's awesome. Like, look at the eagles. Look at what we get to be around. So I think it really opens us up to grow as people and as a couple. When I take on some of the things you like and you take on some of the things I like, you know, then we then we can grow together. More. Sure, and then you're going to naturally spend more time together because your interests don't carry you apart. They bring you together, mm-hmm. and I think that's good for strengthening your marriage, particularly in today's world where so much of the th- activities that go on. Um, it's just end up pulling you away. Got to take this kid that place, this kid that place, and 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 just work schedules and all of that that go on. Oftentimes, both people work. I mean, it just gets crazy. And so, anything that you can do to try to make sure that you're being intentional about getting time together uh, as part of the trying to understand each other, you know, trying to be able to read each other. Yeah, that intentionality is so important. I don't know how I'm like you can get through marriage not being intentional about getting the time and like you're saying undistracted and looking through each other's eyes, you know. And I think a ton of prayer, like I pray all the time that like you and I would have eyes only for each other, that things of the world won't distract our marriage, you know, won't pull away from it because we need things in our lives that are going to encourage our marriage. And can I just like have a side note here? Don't let people speak ill into your marriage. You know, like if you're married, God wants you to stay that way and to work through um, what you're going through. I'm not obviously talking about, you know, a bad, bad thing of abuses or anything like that. I'm saying just in a marriage where it's just, you know, trials and things going on, we, we need to work through those things. And I think so often people can speak into it and... How could he or whatever, if you're, if you're talking about your spouse behind their back, I think that's super dangerous and we can't learn each other if we're not willing to also share the hard things. So if I have an issue with you, I need to bring it up with you, not a bunch of other people and then let them speak into that situation. That's not fair, you know, to you. And that's not, well, I shouldn't say fair is not the right word. Nothing's, it's not supposed to be fair, but honoring of you. And so that's, that's a major thing. Like take it up with your spouse first. Don't, don't face your, you know, face your problems. Don't Facebook them. <laughs> like really take it up with them because you need to see the issue through their eyes. And sometimes you're totally wrong. Oh, well, I thought you meant this and I'm angry now because you meant, no, I didn't mean that. Yeah. You know, you're you so have to have wrong. A op- you have to have an openness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
vulnerability mm-hmm. right which is not always not always easy but necessary yep so what do you think? yeah so what are some practical things that people can do right now i love you always bring me back to that to yeah to i think the preference level thing is huge like you said right. rate it and don't just like rate it like well i'm just gonna say 10 so i can like, no yeah rate you gotta it be for real it. yeah for like to work Whatever you're thinking. I mean, even when we like buy a car or something, it's like, well, do you think this is the right thing? At first, you're praying about it. All of that's true. But, and I'm also saying, you know, thinking about, well, I don't even like it. You don't even like it. Well, then why are we doing this? You know, or why am I here? Or what am I doing? So that's a big one. And then asking questions. I think asking questions of each other is really important. How are you doing? How's your walk with the Lord going? Like, Make what are sure your you needs? get time every day to connect with each other and talk to each other and seek to under, understand where each other are coming from and where each other are at in life. Mm-hmm. And again, for people that are early in their marriage, this might be really easy because it's just natural for other people that have been married for a long time where you've maybe grown apart over long, a long stretch of time that can be more difficult. And so, you know, just starting to have the connection and starting to have those conversations is super important. Yeah. And then the other thing, which is so easy to do, is the thing you've been challenging me on, just don't live out of the flesh. <laughs> so easy. You know, mm-hmm. we just naturally, as Christians, you just, no, it's not easy. It's really, really hard. And I don't know, that's the challenge lately, is, is this flesh or spirit? Is what you're feeling right now is flesh or spirit? That's a really hard question to answer. And I think we have to be careful asking it of each other. Like, if we're not in a good place right this second, let's like take baby steps here and like oh well are you living out yeah, of flesh sure. right now are you living out of fear right now sure. let's not use these as means to poke or stoke the fire that you know um yeah just taking time to go praying together talking being honest and real because life's hard and you need we need each other two are better than one right that's right awesome all right well get some time get to know your uh, your spouse a little bit better, um, and uh, we do encourage you to try some of these some of these techniques to um, to sort of help navigate uh, situations where you're <laughs> trying to figure things out. And sometimes that seems silly, but it's uh, it oftentimes can have a bigger impact, negative or, or positive impact, on your relationship than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, let's say a quick prayer, and then uh, we'll head out. So thank you. Uh, God, for uh, this time to get together and talk about our marriages, we pray uh, that you would be with all of the listeners and their marriages as they um, try to figure out uh, what this means to be a Christian and to be married and to be committed for the long term. Lord, help uh, fortify these marriages and strengthen them uh, and be with uh, be with everyone uh, as they uh, seek to do your will in their marriages. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening to the Grafted Marriage Podcast. Until next time, keep chasing truth. Peace out, my homies!